you ever have that moment when you can see the train coming down the track and you're like, how in the world am I going to talk about this? How am I going to figure out a way to make this be something other than exactly what it was as that Ram game was ending? I'm like, they're not really going to lose. Wait, wait I, no, they're, they're wait, they, wait, he just fumbled. What's going on? Like, how, how, how are we going to figure this out? How, how, what, what does, is the season really, if they lose, is the season really over? You start having those kind of kind. Then thankfully Jalen Ramsey has an interception and kind of, <sighs> because that was getting close well, to being through, a disaster. Through three quarters, you thought the storyline this morning was just going to be simple. It was like, hey, they beat a team they're supposed to beat. Um, offense looked uh, offense looked good, and Cooper Cup got a couple touchdowns. And, hey, Allen Robinson was more involved, and Cam Akers actually got some carries. And uh, you just thought there was going to be more of a, this is part of the progression, week one is over. And then – 30 seconds left in the game like they're they're one play away from losing this game they're you, one play away from not they, not 30 seconds a minute left or whatever they, it was they were they, they I mean they had a chance to throw a hail mary in the end mariota got yeah, sacked yeah. but it they they it went down to the even, final play of the game that play they take the safety right yeah but even that play they kick the ball out of bounds and there was only six seconds left on the <laughs> clock i'm like the only thing you don't want to do i, I know you don't want them to return it sleep when but that probably just out of don't bounds. kick the ball out of bounds just it's the only thing we can't do here is kick the ball out of bounds. But didn't, okay? it, didn't that just add to, like, of course they're going to kick the ball out of bounds. Of I should have known. You know what I should have known? Halftime. Even though they were comfortably ahead at the half, I should have known that things were going to get weird at halftime. Because you know what happened to me at the half? What happened? Finished up the uh, show, uh, the halftime show with Kirk. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking back. So where we do, where Kirk and I sit in the press box with Emily is kind of on the south end of that side of the Good stadium. Good spread yesterday. Um and where the JB and Maurice do the game is kind of from the north end of the same side of the stadium. So it's a, it's, it's a two-minute walk, right? But they're not next to each other. So I walk back, and before I set up for the second half, I'm like, you know, I need to get some coffee. I got, I got a long day going. Espresso machine. Out. Done. Broken. So I'm just like, this is – Explain this, this one. Is, no, no, this give is me a second. Can a I have a second time? to myself? <laughs> of course. How are you charging 150 a pop for a car? Okay. Yesterday was only 100 It went down 50 How are you charging $100 to get in the freaking sofa in that like parking lot? crazy pills! 100 Yes. You can't get the espresso machine figured out? Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, te it's a temperamental machine. It, this, it, is, this is the second year of the season that we're still having the same issues. I walk by, and it's this very nice machine. It's like the NFL League Pass. <laughs> you guys can't get that figured out? People still having streaming issues with the League Pass? It has the hoppers on the top. There's the, the, the beans, the espresso beans are there. There's mm -hmm. another hopper that's got, like I don't know, some chocolate powder or whatever it is. And I'm thinking, okay, it's promising. It's loaded up. It's got all the, the, the stuff that you need. And then I noticed that the screen was blank. I'm like, I don't know. Tap the screen, nothing comes on. Tapped it again. Plug it, unplug it. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't get that far. I just went canned coffee at that point. But I should have should have known something bad. was up. It was fine. I, those 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 Starbucks nitros in the can are Emily, good. We like to bitch and complain about things that we shouldn't. <laughs> Please don't take that away from us. Please. She's a problem solver. I'm somebody that wants to talk yes. about the problem. Speaking of yes. which, when you had the. Uh... When that lady juked you out about the popcorn, I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, so Emily comes back to the seat. She's got a bag of Ladies popcorn. Ladies were after you yesterday. So uh, I got up to go get um, – that's when I went to get the coffee, right? 
Yeah. So I, I get up to go get the coffee, and I ask the two of them, yeah, you guys need anything? Kirk goes, yeah, get me get me a bag of popcorn. Emily Were you has. trying to do the get M&Ms and try to get somebody I, to eat I was, some m I was satisfied food-wise. I just wanted caffeine at this point. So I walk back, and I get my coffee, and I'm looking for the popcorn. It's usually in the, the same spot. Yeah. It's three off. I, I can't. It's, I can't find. It's it. like Stafford going through his pregame <laughs> <laughs> regiment, yes, and yes. things aren't the things same. Things aren't the same. Yeah. And, but Emily had just come back with a bag of popcorn, so I know there's popcorn in the building. Okay, she so knows a guy. Instead of walking around looking for it, I say to one of the the women who's working the the, the yep, food the press area, box. Yep. And I said, "Excuse me." I said, "Um, I, where, where's where's the popcorn?" And she goes, "We don't have any popcorn." And I look at her like, uh, and she goes, no, I'm just kidding. I'll go get some more. We haven't had popcorn <laughs> yeah, she, for 15 yeah, years. She, she looks at me like, there's no popcorn that's here. That's awesome. And just like, lady, that's very, A, that's very funny, but can we just keep it moving? I'm just trying to get back Everyone's and watch train. the third quarter. I know. Everybody was coming after you, out bro. to get me yesterday. It was, a, it was a weird deal yesterday. Not a weird deal for SC on um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. They win big again, Fresno State. Speaking of which, we all got that one right. Emily won the week of the picks. Woo-hoo. Emily got her top three. She had nine points. Damn. Um, yep. Nine point week for Emily. She also is the overall leader now with what she 15. lose? What's the one she lost? Uh, Chiefs. And I almost, I almost won. Yeah. Oh, actually, that. that's right. That, and that's the one that Herbert a throws a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So she she got nine points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al and Taylor, you guys both had four. So not great for either of you. And I had six. So I was kind of in the middle. I don't like that setup. Yeah. Uh, 13 he for me overall. Went to him first. He went nine, and then go Travis because he got six. I like to finish on a the high way note. he set us up for four. I'm like he must <laughs> have had an awful week. Nope, six, kind of mid. Yeah, not, not good, not bad. Uh, overall, Emily leads 15. I'm second with 13. Slee, you're in third with nine. And Taylor, do better. You have eight. This is his first oh, week. Yeah, this is my first week. Well, Laura. you teamed up with Laura. Whether you wanted to or not, oh. you did. because well, there was a Rams game. <laughs> well, He didn't work it. Yeah, did you work the Rams yesterday? Were you here? No, I did not. No, just Tyler yesterday. I didn't think so. Yeah. Tyler's now doing the Rams game, so he has no more excuses. He needs to be ready to go. Um, SC wins, and they win big, and they look good doing it. Um, that's the good news. They stay at number seven in the poll. That's fine. They're, they're in position to be where they need to be by the yeah. time the rest of these games play out. Um, the Pac-12 slee is so bad. It, it is so bad. ASU got in to Washington the point where get they a good had win? to. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But they're not a team that I think anybody is going to take a great deal of respect if you beat them. It, this is what I mean. So you've got ASU fired their coach, Herm Edwards, yesterday because they lost 30-21 to 21 to Eastern Michigan. Okay? Can't, okay. Somebody explain this to me. Why does it have to be done there? It Am doesn't. I missing something? It doesn't. It doesn't. What it is, is it's entirely ceremonial. Just like when they SC, don't want them to talk to the players. Is it like what? What is the explain to me? I, I, I'm trying to understand. So what it is is it's a terrible loss. Okay, to an opponent that you should not lose to. Let's go back to when Lane Kiffin got blown out 400 to nothing to ASU a few years ago and got fired at the airport. Right, the famous tarmac firing. Yeah. It's it's one of these things where the university could say. Oh, we're not going to stand. We're not even going to let him get back on campus. We're not okay. even going to let him. It's totally sure. ceremonial and silly. It's, But that's what it is. To answer your question, that's what it you is. You know they should have done if they really want to make a statement? Third quarter, nine <laughs> minutes left to go. It's probably next. Hey, Herm, uh, heads up, man. We're going in a different direction. I'm trying to call a play here. Eh, it's over, bro. We turned off your headset. 
<laughs> your headset's off. We took the batteries out. Former UCLA head coach Carl Durrell, who's now the head coach at Colorado, they lost 49-7 to to Minnesota. Okay, so when that's coming his, off an ass kicking, I think against Air Force or something yes. like one of those schools, they're probably the worst Power Five team in America. Mm-hmm. They're really bad. SC plays Arizona State. SC plays Colorado. SC does not play Washington. Mm. SC does not play Oregon. They play Utah. Okay, maybe they'll get to play Oregon or Washington in a Pac-12 championship game. The point of all of this is to set up the fact that USC needs to win all of their games, which is really hard to do. Even if you're playing in a conference that has bad teams, a, a, a game where you stub your toe against Utah, if you go to Salt Lake City and you lose the game 35-31, to 31, not out of the question, right? But you take care of everything else. You can say, okay, hey, they beat Washington. Hey, they beat Oregon. They beat these. But when the whole league is bad, the way that SC is bad, or excuse me, the Pac-12 is bad right now, there is literally no margin for error. It's good news that they're good again, that they got great players again, but the margin of error is literally zero. So funny because I'm trying to – you're right. And, and San Diego State played – they were at Utah this past weekend, not that there's any – example here but I watched the game so I got to actually kind of see okay Utah's Utah but it's San Diego State so I don't know what the hell that is but how quick those expectations just became hey it's cool that this is Lincoln Riley's first year at USC they're about 70,000 at least that's what was announced 70,000 at the Coliseum Mm -hmm. they're playing Fresno State Mm -hmm. Fresno State is not a power they're not an awful they're not an awful school they were 10 and 3 last year they kind of always make bowl games yep. give them credit you know it's I think they've had coming into that game they had won four of their last five games against ranked opponents and the only game they lost was in Eugene against Oregon last year okay so Fresno State's pretty they're good team. a real football program pretty good team um SC does their work now they still got issues on stopping the run and stuff like that but we'll we'll they'll f- hopefully figure that out but it's quickly turned to, wait, they're going to go, there's a strong likelihood, at least from an expectation perspective. If you get out of that Utah game and you win against number 13 Utah on October 15th, is it now just, hey, you better go undefeated? Of course. But just think about that for a quick second. A year ago compared to today, hey, you better go undefeated. That's such a different conversation we're having. And you're talking about the conference. This is fascinating to me because in a couple years, this is what's going to happen. Think about what football is going to be in Los Angeles in a couple of years. In a couple of years, they're going to join the Big Ten. And what you're talking about, which is hurting them and hurting their chances to go compete for a college football championship because the conference is so bad. Those days will be over. Mm-hmm. Penn State went to Auburn and made that school, which is an SEC school that obviously has great history, and po- just beat the you-know-what out of them. That was Penn State. Yep. Okay, You're going to have games. I, I, I almost get excited about this just listening to this. You're going to have games in a couple years where you're going to have the Raiders or you're going to have the Chargers playing, you're going to have the Rams play. They're going to do what they do on a Sunday. One game, it's going to be the Rams at SoFi and the Chargers on the road and then flip it. On Saturdays, you know what Saturday's going to be like? You're going to have Ohio State that's going to UCLA to go play the Bruins at the Rose Bowl. And then the very next week, Penn State will be at, uh, at the Coliseum taking on USC. I think part of what we question when you say, do you really want to go into one of those conferences 
They're going to expand the playoffs. They're going to get 12 teams in. SC knows what they're doing. SC knows that you can't live in this conference anymore. This conference is actually a hindrance more than it is a help. Yes. And in a couple of years, that will change. They're going for the money. Full stop. Yep. Done. Yep. Okay. So that, they, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why always they're going. Winning. Yep. But your point is a good one because they look, they could be in the Pac-12 from here until the end of time. And if Lincoln Riley is there and they get this thing rolling and it looks like they're going to, they're going to win that conference four out of five years per- perpetually, right? But it's always going to be met with one of those, yeah, okay, let's see what you do against a real team. Now, you go into the Big Ten, which they're going to do. Some real teams. And, but that's the thing. You can lose to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You can lose to Ohio State 35-21. to 21, And it's like, all right, Ohio State's really good. Go beat Michigan. Go beat Wisconsin. Season's go over. beat Penn State. You're fine. You're totally fine. It gives you it's a it's a it's a much more challenging schedule, but your buy-in, your and again with the expansion of the playoffs, it's a little bit different. Maybe we're talking about seeding at that point because they're going to want to put USC into the playoff. Whereas in the Pac-12, you have to put them in because somebody's got to go. But yeah. you're going to get a weird draw. It's going to they are all of a sudden right back where they needed to be, assuming that they could because look. I think they're going to win the rest of their games, but I also know how hard it is to run the schedule in college. It's really hard. Alabama doesn't do it very often. Yeah. You know, the Georgia, sure. Ohio State, it, it happens. You you stub your toe against somewhere, but in the Pac-12, you have to do you it. You can't stub your toe. You have to do it. Listen, that Utah game is obviously the game everyone's talking about. Maybe there's another matchup where it's coming down in the fourth quarter. Uh, Stat Hero, Weekend Hero, it is USC. They are number seven in the country. The Weekend Hero is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app. Filter by single games. Pay attention again to those local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter your promo code stathero.com slash 710. You'll receive a 100% deposit match. Stat Hero, winning isn't a fantasy. Here's their schedule. You ready? Yeah. Oregon State stinks. ASU just fired their coach. Mm-hmm. Stinks. Washington State, okay, but they get them at home. Utah, pretty good on the road. Arizona stinks. Cal stinks. Colorado stinks, stinks more than anybody else yep. on this schedule. UCLA, UCLA needs a miracle and a dumbass coach on the other side to beat <laughs> South Alabama. Yep. South not Alabama. South Alabama. Like I don't know if Nick Saban has a brother, but if he did, his name would be Pete Saban and he'd coach South Alabama. It is the it's it's the minor league team. Yeah to Alabama they just look they have Can a we logo get one or two of those guys similar they're trying to trick you into thinking that they're the thing hey we got coach Saban Pete Saban like whatever anyway UCLA <laughs> like not very good yeah <laughs> spelled different they're not even related that's exactly right and Notre Dame avoids 0-3 in the last couple against of Cal yep. at home nice schedule nice league and I love the Pac-12 I'm a Pac-12 fan and this is an absolute disaster um the Lakers are running it back kind of that's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I want to remind everybody again that if you are attending any of these Rams home games, you got to swing by the Stat Hero broadcast booth. Kirk Definitely. and I are on the south side of SoFi Stadium. We're inside the gate, so come on by, and you know how I like to do it. So I like to give a shout-out to everybody that comes Smart. by yesterday. You ready? Yeah. So Jimmy, congratulations to you for coming by. appreciate that. David at Hollywood Park Casino, he checked in. Um, Mike had this giant Rams chain. He mm. checked in. That was good to see Mike. Was it $15? What's that? I was going to say, if he needs... <laughs> it was It was that. I didn't have the chain. logo, but I had mm. the chain portion. So if he needs... I know yeah. a guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's wrong colors. His was Ram color. You paint all... it. Get home and paint it. <laughs> hey, look, it's not a Just art project. <laughs> every week... <laughs> It. Eagles coming to town, so, you know, silver and green. Know, get my, like layers and layers of paint on them. They try to get my off. money back. <laughs> Chris and Max came by. Candy Johnson, nice awesome. to see you, Candy. The you know the the Rams fans that come by with the watermelons on their heads. Mm-hmm. Those guys stopped by. That was good. Jim um, was my favorite guy of the day for the very reason that I had to help Jim technically with his phone. Jim was really <laughs> struggling with his phone. I'm like, Jim, let me help you out with that. Like, you know it's bad when Trav oh, is just the guy that has to. That's your <laughs> well, world. Relatively speaking, I was. I'm something of a scientist Carrie at, at Hollywood Park Casino. Uh, Darren, who is a regular, he stops by every week. And then Aaron, who I see a lot at HPC as well. So a lot of people come awesome. by yesterday. Sleep. Awesome. It was a good day. And you know what the worst part was? Honestly, just about every one of those people asked about you. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. It, it, it's sadly true. Because every time I'm like, hey, man, like, for instance, good to see you, Mike. Love the chain. Where's Slee? Oh, man. Really? We really got to do it like this? Kind of bumps me out. Slee was at Hollywood Park. You should just stand it's right here under the table. <laughs> the Stat Hero broadcast would just lurk in the background. <laughs> all right. Can I give a, give a shout out? Hollywood Park is a perfect place. I, I, so when it really is when Berg and I went to the game, our Uber picked us up there. Our Uber dropped us off there. It is the perfect. I went and used a restroom there. I'm walking around. The place looks fantastic. That is is that not the best location to have it. that spot? If I were attending as a fan, that is a hundred percent how I would do it. So come on by and say hello. I'd love to love to meet as many people as possible. Dennis Schroeder, 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 Slee, Schroeder, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, is back with the Lakers, not with 184 million or uh, 84 million minimum that they offered him on a minimum deal. A, I don't want to say I feel sorry for him because oh, I feel bad, but that, that's a lot I of hate money to, see to that. watch go by the way. Mm-hmm. That that is a tough. But I like that they got him back. I think he's a good player. I think that they have one more good player on their roster. That's encouraging. I, they got a lot of cards. They got a lot of guys that like to have the ball in their hands, yeah. but. Um, I thought he did a good job when he was here last time. I'm happy to see him back. And you don't have to pay. When he was here last time, I think it was $15 million, And now it's, uh, it's I think it's like 2.8 or something like that. I mean, like literally, I mean, is that funny when we say that? When we say 2.8 is nothing and 2.8 is the so much one was effing money. it yep. is nothing. Yep. I mean, I, I to you and me, mm-hmm. 2.4, we're, you're never going to see me again. This was. Nice knowing you, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you where I kind of was on this. 
I usually, anything happens, right? You know, you talk about the Lakers, this, put out a tweet, whatever the case is. I actually had no responses. I didn't, even, I didn't put out a tweet. I didn't do anything on this, uh, on the Schroeder stuff. I, I'll tell you, the team is pretty much perfectly set up to go make a trade. Because why would you have Patrick Beverly, Kendrick Nunn, Russell Westbrook, and Schroeder? You have four guards that are basically 6'2 and under. I'm not kidding. They they genuinely do. So the moment that they got him, and maybe this is just false hope, anytime you kinda you're trying to read into things like, well, why would they bring him in unless they were going to go make a trade and maybe that Russ deal is gonna happen in Utah or something along those lines. Um I, I do like this. There were some reports over the weekend that none of these guys are guaranteed anything. Do Russ, you, b- before you move on to that, yeah. I just want to it, almost, it doesn't make sense to have that. It, it doesn't, just doesn't, right? So, so you didn't, you're, not, you. you're not acquiring Patrick Beverly to turn around and trade him in two weeks. You're not acquiring Dennis Schroeder to turn around and trade him in a day. Kendrick Nunn, you really haven't seen at all, but you have optimism that he's going to be a, a good player Cleared for the team. Cleared to play. The, cleared to play would yeah, be a good yeah. start. That leaves one guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that this is any super insightful thing, but – is it just that the deal that they want to make isn't there? Is that why we still haven't seen it happen? So from according – I mean, It's going to – obviously it's going to happen. I will tell you, according to reports, I guess the Lakers are – they're more interested in if they trade Russ, do they still have cap space for next year? And if they don't have cap space for next year and teams are trying to shove down their throat, hey, you're going to take on these deals – that are going to take away from your cast. I think they got 30 plus million to work with next year that they want to hold. And so to answer your question, there've been plenty of times this summer. I'm like, they're going to trade him. Or there's been plenty of times this summer where something happened. Patrick Beverly signed with the Lakers. I'm like, yep, there it is. They're going to trade him. Yeah. Schroeder comes to the Lakers. It's like, well, of course they're going to trade him now. <laughs> you, why would you have four point guards or four guards that are all six foot two and under? Like that doesn't make it. any sense. Kind of like to see what that looks like on the floor. So to answer your question, six, like a high school team, <laughs> bunch of six two kids running around. I heard this one. I heard one scenario that I thought was you know fairly interesting. This scenario was they walk into next summer if they don't get a deal for Russ. They walk into next summer with their 2023 pick, their 2027 pick, their 2029 pick, and $30-plus plus million of cap space. That I could understand of we're already not going to win it this year, nor are but, we going to compete okay. this year. Now you're saying what I was saying six months ago, which is, look, it ain't happening anyway. Just bite the bullet. And the response has always been, yeah, but you can't just throw away a LeBron season. You can't. You, you have to go for it when LeBron is here. But now it's what you're saying is, listen, the alternative of we're not going to win it anyway, let's mm-hmm. at least have some flexibility financially. Let's retain the few picks that we do have. It seems like the pendulum swinging back the other way. Well, I, I think – I don't think this was the game plan. I think they're getting backed into this. Mm. I think it's – well, it, if we continue to test the market and the market is telling us in order to give up Russ, this is what it's going to cost you – then maybe it's just better off not giving up Russ or just starting the season and figuring out what it is. That's the other thing, right? The, it might not be the plan, but you might get backed into a plan that ends up being your plan. I like what you said, too, that this doesn't – there isn't some ticking clock. There is, but it's not until February, right? You don't have to do this if you're going to do it until months from now. You can open the season and see what it looks like. You can open the season and see if somebody – 
develops a need for something that maybe you have. And then instead of having no leverage, you might have at least a, a small percentage of an ability to say, hey, listen, we're not going to attach this pick or whatever. You can you can slow play this a little bit. The, the difference last year than the, compared to this year. Last year, I really felt like the organization and Frank Vogel was make this work. Make this work with Russ. No and, and it was, okay, I'm trying to, but it's obviously not working. Okay, but make it work with Russ. We freaking traded for him. We traded some of our shooters. We traded young. We got to make Russ work. And I think this year walking in, I really think Darvin Ham's going to have this. I'm not forced to do anything. Supposedly, he gets every decision when it, when it comes to the rotations and the lineups that if Russ is playing good and he should be in there, he will be. And if he's not and rotations don't make sense, then they probably won't have him in there. Yeah, and that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way the, the coach, I understand, works in concert with the front office, yeah. works in concert with his best players, that there has to be a collaboration. But if the coach is saying, I can't use that guy, then he shouldn't yeah. have to use that guy. And that's not what it was last year. You know, it's crazy, too, the shrewder piece of it. We're going to remember the guy as, remember that guy that gave up four years, $84 million? Al, I don't know if you know this name or not. It might be a little bit before okay. your time. Do you know who Jody Reed was? I don't know if I do. Okay, Jody Reed was an infielder for the Dodgers, okay, and it came off a pretty good season. Not a great season, but a good season. Same exact thing, okay? Somebody offered him huge money. He said no, thinking he would get more. The market dried up, and he got squat, and that happened 30 years ago. And when I see it, oh, Jody, you mean Dennis Schroeder got Jody Reed it. I mean, it's it, it, and it's kind of a similar level of player, right? Not a star, but somebody that you, yeah. if you follow basketball, you know Schroeder. If you followed baseball back in the 90s, you knew Jody Reed, and that's what this is. Oh, you mean the guy that let $20 million, or in Schroeder's case, $84 million walk out the door. It's funny because I guess supposedly, I think it was the Raptors and the Suns that also had interest in, in Schroeder. The problem was if he goes to one of those two teams – he's probably not going to get that much playing time. Those are good teams, right? Like the Eastern Conference, sure. Toronto's doing what they're doing. The Suns made it to the uh, NBA Finals just a year ago. And I think with the Lakers, there's this, well, at least if I'm with the Lakers, maybe I could get my name back in the mix. Maybe I can show the Lakers and other teams that I'm still relevant, this and that. So I think he actually picked the Lakers over those other two teams. you got to play, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go get paid big again. He's got a chance player. to play here yes. more than he would – no question. Else. Emma, what do you got? <laughs> so, nine point guards yeah. on the team. <laughs> Before we break, ten. Uh, this guy tweets, uh, Alex Gardner says, uh, why does it feel like when Travis says, come on by, I love to meet as many people as possible, that he's being less than honest about it? No. Come on, that, Trav. That's not true. <laughs> I know, I know. That's you not love true meeting people. It's come really freaking cool. by. No, go try it's it. It's not like you're a neighbor. No, uh, no, no. Come no. To, this, this is, I am set in my ways in a variety. I like that. I look forward yeah. to it, and I push back aggressively on that. I am always super enthusiastic. No, that's, that's an easy one. To see Every time we go out to things. events, yeah, it's an easy I love it. So what's that guy's name, Alex? Alex DeGarner. You Alex, you're not by. welcome to come by. Everyone <laughs> yeah. else, come on by. We'll hang out. We'll talk Say Rams. that to my face, Alex. <laughs> yeah, Alex, you are no longer invited. Even you're invited, Alex. Not a problem. Factor Cap, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, uh, imagine ourselves as young children in Buffalo, New York, right now. We'd already be at a school. <laughs> Eating a lunchable. <laughs> yeah, you're home watching ready cartoons. Walk. Getting ready for the bills. <laughs> Which doesn't start Jump off a table. for another five hours. Did you guys see? Got to be time, Travis. The video I saw over the weekend, some guy pile driving another guy into a table. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? The dude In was on context? a the dude was on a truck. So oh, this okay. is this is a Buffalo Bills tailgate. I think it was a Bills tailgate. I'm assuming. Well, it was. the Bills haven't played yet. Um, They're playing tonight. So it was from it was from week one. Okay. Guys on a truck. And it's an older gentleman takes like, I don't know, somebody that's maybe in his 20s, puts him, Trev, picks him up. So he's like this on his shoulders. Okay. His back is facing this way. Okay. He's on the truck. The table's on the, on the, you know, on the floor. They're standing in the bed of the truck? On the bed of the truck. And pile drives him, like (laughs) throws him to it. It looks so brutal. And the guy... Jumps up like yeah, and He's then the crowd's had, going crazy. Probably had eighty-three Jack Daniels, and I mean, at some point like, you're that's literally rubber. how you pass away. That's how you pass. <laughs> it's not for me, Al. I, I, if I could speak for you, I don't think it's for you. I don't think it's for me. That's what uh, they're doing at a Bills game. You're trying to walk by a woman and she won't let you in, and, and that's one of our leads to today's and, show. And I don't have like, a fifth see, gear to get around her. I can't. I can't. I physically. You can't see the get situation her. Trav was in, in over the weekend. Unbelievable. Uh, we took away half your segment. <laughs> okay. My apologies. So uh, it's getting close to spooky season right now, um, which is uh, officially when it gets to be October. So uh, it's one thing about um, Halloween that I can never get my ha- head around, and my, my friends all love my it. Where my Raiders gear? Um, you, I hate haunted houses. I hate them so much. So you hate haunted houses. Travis, Dr. Cap. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've ever walked through one. I don't think that I have. I, I, I can take a guess, Emily, that I would hate them. So that that part is fact. Like I think um, right now you would hate them, but like maybe teenage trap? I, I don't know. It's never really my thing. So this was how old is 20? So this is about 10 years or so ago. I took um, Bobby and his friends. They were probably 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, to Not Scary Farm. Okay. I think they do a good one. They they they've got haunted houses and mazes, and there's people yeah. running around like clicking. They're dragging their heels, and they make sparks, and they they jump out of nowhere. It's it's. I hated every single it's second a nightmare. of it. It's literally a nightmare. It sucks. I, I hated it. All these people jumping around and making noise. So I would think I would hate it, but truth be told, I don't think I've ever walked through a haunted house. I don't think I have. So I I there's something about getting scared. I like them. I think they're fun. I think they're sometimes predictable. Just when you think you know what the hell's going on, somebody pops up out of nowhere. You're like, okay, hey, that's not real. And then it's a real person. I think they're fun. There's some kind of rush to it. I got to find it. Do you, you guys know they they do these haunted houses? Not, I'm sorry, they're not even a haunted house. It's like a haunted night. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like a... You go camp somewhere overnight, oh, hell and no. you sign you sign a you know a waiver a release form that you're basically all in on this. Companies actually do this. I don't know if I'm doing it tomorrow, but if somebody said, "Hey, you want to go do this together?" I think I would do it. I, I think that stuff it's like is a real Blair Witch. Well, I think I'm that saying, stuff is if really If I fun. were an aspiring murderer. I'd make I'd find out where that is. And they'd be like, "Oh, this is fun. Everybody thinks that this is a big gag. You could go in there and clean up over the weekend. They'd never even know what happened to him." Taylor, 
Yeah, I love haunted houses. Um, been several. Bro, we're I, going. You and I are going. It's called Great Horror Camp Out. Do it uh, for content. It'll be great. I'm maybe want to do it for fun. Okay. Hundred okay, percent in, but okay. yeah, I've been to a few. I've been to the so when they did the it remake, they had a pop up. They had a haunted house downtown. I went to that one. I've also been to Knotts, but my favorite, I think, uh, the Queen Mary. They they deck that out, and they have like three or four different mazes on the Queen Mary, and there's like five outside of them. But there's top notch carnies down there. You know, they're just like putting knives in their throats and stuff like that, playing out of tune violins. It's pretty creepy. Good stuff. So just to pitch, if anybody will be more interested in this, the Great Horror Campout was a 12-hour overnight interactive horror camping adventure. Campers could choose their level of engagement when they choose their activities I and tent zero. zone. The experience could be an extreme horror adventure or a mild horror adventure. Um, I'll take the mild. <laughs> Taylor, why don't we do the extreme one? We go out to one night, one night of camping, What's enjoying enjoying yeah, the on. stars. <laughs> take some sleepy bags. Uh, yeah, my, my friends when I was in Philadelphia um, used to always do the Eastern State Penitentiary, uh, and they would try to get me to go and... Yeah, you could not pay me enough money to go to that. I, I would not take any of that. Hard pass. Um, so, Tom Brady, uh, it was announced that he is going to take Wednesdays as a veteran day off, which is uh, important for the Bucks. but I guess he can just, you know, take some days off. It's, it's fine. He's earned it. So, if he had to take a day off uh, every week, it could not be Friday or Monday, <laughs> you would take off on Wednesdays. Uh, Alan, Patrick Hat. It's the perfect, by the way, can we go to that? Can we please go to that? <laughs> I think they're doing this in Europe. They work four days a week. Yeah. Probably they don't even work four days. I think their email, there's certain countries they where work four days a their month email shuts down at 5 p.m. Like, you cannot send an email after work hours. We need that. Wednesday, I think, is the perfect day. Monday, Tuesday, you're looking forward to Wednesday. You know, it's like it's almost like you got a Thursday, Friday in the, to start off your week. That's how you're kind of approaching Thursday and Friday. Wednesday, a perfect right in the middle of the week. You get a day off, and then all you got left is Thursday and Friday before the weekend starts. What the hell? You're kind of selling me That's on it. That's fantastic. You're kind of selling me on I was leaning towards Thursday because you could go get turned up on a Thursday and sure. just kind of muscle through Friday. I know. I know. But I can I can muscle through one day of anything. I mean, actually, we all, <laughs> most of us already do that on Thursdays. <laughs> well, thir- look, thir- in college, that's the night that you get after it the most, Tuesday right? Thursday Thursday was, well, was Tuesday for you guys? Just randomly Tuesday. Oh, yeah. it, was th- it was Thursdays it was at Santa week. Barbara. But <laughs> y- you're kind of selling me, especially if you just kind of want to have an easy to go. Maybe go play some golf. Maybe just go and enjoy your day, and then I just got a couple days. We'll be right back here again on Saturday. Greg sends you a text. He needs something. I'll get back to you on Thursday. <laughs> it's not a bad deal. I think you sold me on it. I think yeah, you did. I was right. I was leaning Thursday, but uh, Slee with the salesmanship. Taylor, it was a good sell, Slee, but I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Thursday. We don't even want you, anyways. Because... <laughs> There's a sales Play a show every Wednesday. You know, I'm kind of tired on Thursday anyway, so having that day off be nice. There is there why why does it feel like if you get a third day off instead of just two that you've got like seven the world extra ended. days off? Yeah, the world it is ended. Like you've stolen something yeah. from somebody. It is the greatest feeling in the used world. To it, and then I want four. And, yeah. Okay, what and are then, you what are you taking? Which one of Wednesday, those you're taking Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, let's say Monday and Fridays are included. Yeah. Which one are you taking? Friday. Yeah, hundred percent. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I although there, there's a case to be made for Monday because a lot of people take three-day weekends, and they usually take the Friday, not the Monday. So then Monday you're clean. You're a little that's, cleaner. That's, there's that's some, not, that's there's not some a bad other point. ways to You go stay somewhere on a Sunday night. It's a lot cheaper. You know what it is, too, Al? Yeah. It's not just that you get that third day off. That four-day work week feels like nothing. nothing. It's just like, yeah, I just got four days this week. I'll be done in an hour. It's the dumbest thing in the world, and it feels Tuesday fantastic. at noon, we're already sitting back <laughs> we're ready done. for the weekend. What you got going this weekend? <laughs> 
we just showed up to today's the first day of the week. What do you got All going right guys, this week? So I promise this is going to be the last Royal-related uh, factor cap, uh, hopefully for a while. Um, but, so, I don't know if you guys know this, but in England, uh, when a the, the head of state dies, they have to take everything off BBC. Everything on BBC is only related to the Queen. Uh, or, like, mm. breaking news. So you can't have, you know, SpongeBob on. You can't have The Office. It's just uh, this stuff. So <laughs> Channel 5, it, which is a kid's station, was airing the Emoji movie in this time. And so they, they're getting in big trouble. Anyway, it's kind of uh, a very British thing. So you would rather watch the Emoji movie every day for a week than have to watch Queen tributes every day for a week. Taylor, Fetter Cap. I've never seen the Emoji Movie. Is it good? <laughs> no. It's not. It's it not good. Eight point nine on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> one? I gotta watch it every day for a week, or watch the Queen. Yes. Oh man, this is such a can't win for losing on this one. <laughs> uh, give me the Emoji Movie. All right, Travis. I I think I'd go with the Queen, um, because they're oddly fascinating and interesting not not that their their deal is interesting but we were watching a little of the processional today al and it looks like a saturday night live sketch it looks so ridiculous that they're all in these military uniforms and horse-drawn carriages and these guys that look like they're 684 years old with swords <laughs> it's just like they, they put something in the queen's like uh over her coffin that looked like a pool cue that they had unscrewed it was the weirdest like pomp and circumstance that I was oddly riveted by it. So if I could just see old British guys, yeah, oh, God save the Queen, love, and just to go on that for four or five days, I think I could get through that. The Emoji Movie looks dreadful. I could watch uh, the Queen. I think I'm doing the Queen as well. I'm doing it more. I'm assuming over this countless hours of covering everything that's going, that there's also some history to it that they kind yeah, of date back to. A lot of things. Yeah. I would be curious. I don't know that much when it comes to the Queen and the history and everything else, so I might be able to learn a, a thing or two. And oh, I don't want to. Well, I get anything. sick of it. Of course, I'll get sick of it. <laughs> I don't but, want to make fun of it. Yeah. I don't want to learn anything. I've, I've, I've learned. I, I know so life. little about the Queen. You're fine. I really do. I know so little. Yeah, you're fine. It's good. She's the Queen. <laughs> she was old. She's gone. Maybe we now watch the King. Emoji movie. He's what old. Do you know about the Emoji movie. What today? if we watch the Emoji movie at the horror camp? Could have that scare on. Scare away all the murderers. Yeah, brighten yeah. it up. Yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of spooky season, um, I was thinking about how um, I will probably have to uh, give out candy this year um, because being in a neighborhood, being around a bunch of kids and stuff. So, I was thinking about what I want to do. So, uh, I know when you grew up, you would either sit on the porch and give it out, or you could sometimes leave your bowl out and just say, take one or whatever. So, you leave a bowl out on your porch instead of being out there to hand out your candy. Travis, Patrick Hatton. No, I am a handed out personally sort of guy because it works out for me mm -hmm. that my wife is, we've covered many times on this show, she's a participator, right? She, she wants to go to the parties. She wants to go to the neighbors, all of these sorts she's of things. She's shutting down a lot of these parties. <laughs> well, I got a story for you. We'll talk about it later on. It happened on Saturday night. Um, I get to stay back. I can't go with you. I got to get me pass out the candy because I don't want to leave the bowl out because the kids will do something terrible. So I just sit there and I'll drop you your little miniature Mr. Good Bar or two as you come by. I enjoy it. I like to see How the costumes. How did I know you have miniatures? And they're probably, I, I, I would think you'd have Oh, he counts them out too. Or whatever no, the cheapest thing, the dum-dums. Two each. Oh, they get two? Everybody gets two. Okay. Everybody gets two. Yeah. 
Good yeah. cost them. You getting three? Uh, yeah. You know what? If it's personal to me, like if I get a Dodger that comes by. You can take whatever there's you want, handful. kid. If yeah, somebody comes by as Matthew Stafford, how much you want? We're going to do that. You come Travis by Rogers. as a clipper or something, you're going to get the raisins. Next house. <laughs> Next house. Um, so growing up at my parents' house, we have a long driveway, and no one wanted to come up. So a lot of the times it's like I almost have to go find kids to go give them some candy. And then now here in L.A., I've never really been in a place where it's it's either I'm in an apartment complex, a condo complex, or even when I was in my studio. So it's never really been conducive to it. However, uh, the day I do have the house and the kids are coming around, you better believe I got that ball and I'm waiting for them to come. You and going I'm full be, size? You going to be that guy? No, I'm. I think minute. I, I'm assuming here, what is it, 90%? It's got to be, I don't know if they've ever run stats on this, but isn't it 90? It's got to be a lot of people are doing the fun size. Are people really size. giving yeah, out full size. candy that's, bars? No, that's what I meant, fun that's size. That's the cool house, though. The, the cool house gets at the You're right size. about that. You're right about that. But king size I don't. I don't even remember when yeah. I was a kid going around and somebody giving me a full Snickers or a full Kit Kat or something like that. That didn't happen. What about someone giving you a toothbrush? I've gotten that before. Or raisins? Ugh. I don't mind the raisins, the toothbrushes, the fruit. Sometimes back in the – they don't do it anymore, but back in the 70s when I was trick-or-treating, people would give you apples and oranges and stuff, and then they realized that there are monsters in the world that are poisoning those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, don't so do that. you don't do that don't anymore. Do that. If it's not wrapped up like – Almond Joy, very underrated. Popcorn balls, remember those things? Those yeah. used to show up every once in a while. Those were terrible. Yeah. You could throw them at your brother and they'd leave a mark. Uh, Almond that Joys are properly fun. rated. Just no, those are underrated. I love underrated. Those. Yeah, Almond Joys. Taylor? Amounts? Come on, man. So I'm the same boat as Slee. I actually never uh, celebrated Halloween as a kid. Uh, For religious fam- purposes. Yeah, family thought it was witchcraft or whatever. So, yeah, you're right, Slee. Um, I didn't trick-or-treat or hand out candy, but I look forward to the day when I can, you know, hand out some candy to some kids. It'll be fun. It's overrated. Don't don't get your hopes up too high, guys. No, I think it's, it'll be fine. It's fine. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, it'll be fun. It's fine. It's not the worst you day of your life, yeah. but after five Okay, minutes, what's, what's the time where you're like, uh, did I just get, is the doorbell ringing at 9.15? It's 9 o'clock. Anything after nine o'clock is yeah. basically assault. That 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 that's that if you, you could ring, get arrested if you ring somebody's doorbell after nine o'clock on Halloween, we've got problems. I'm I'm, I'm opening the door. It's going to be aggressive. It's going to swing open quickly. <laughs> I'm just saying, nine o'clock is the drop. So dead my date. dad is a teacher, and so every year, um, he was like lower elementary school teacher, like third grade. He would have us. Uh, give out the candy, and then we, we we would have to track it though. So we have to say for each person that comes up, we had to track, and then by the hour. So it's like at six p.m. we had fifteen people come, etc. Because then the next day for their math problem, they make them into bar graphs and stuff. And my dad would put our names into it and stuff. It was always kind of cute for us to have like our own little like math problem come out of uh, real life. Multitasking is what that's called. And then you'd celebrate at the tiki bar, and everybody would win. Have a yep. little yep. couple we of Hershey great. bars, John at the, the tiki neighbor, bar and and grumpy so John, John the neighbor. I think, John. I think it was John. Sounds right to me. Dodgers clean up in San oh, Francisco. Oh, Jerry, where again. are you? Call there, us. <laughs> Jerry's around too. Um, there's some very good news in that Dyn series. Even though the Dodgers have long clinched this thing, they're yeah. going to wrap up home field division or home field advantage as soon as tonight. Got some good news over the weekend in San Francisco. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. If I would have known that. Uh, having a house at the top of the hill was a deterrent to trick-or-treaters i may have shopped differently just tell your agent i want something with at least 100 feet of vertical climb well, from the next nearest house you said before your neighborhood is basically the houses are right next to each other right very close so that is that's like the gold standard of trick-or-treating 
that is the you know cars coming from different neighborhoods they're like yeah that's the neighborhood we're stopping at that was my neighborhood growing up too yeah, yeah. we we had just a long enough driveway we're like we're not going up that <laughs> it's but and it was just spooky enough where it was just dark were enough. were the lights out there isn't a light up the driveway yeah so then it's just the house is up there and you know that we got lights in the house, but nobody wants to go up there. When far. somebody would come up, would you have candy bars? Because yeah. you guys had the liquor stores. You guys are probably flush with candy. We always had it. It's just nobody would come up. Every the only people come up, it's neighbors that we knew. Okay. So they knew us. So they're like, "This is a safe home." Everybody else, they're like, "Yeah, but <laughs> safe no, home. No. Like, no, Don't go up is. there. Yeah. That's where the Sleewas are. Stay, yeah. stay away from those guys. That would have been. Uh, I would. How do I get that reputation? Just just a hill. Is it as simple as that? Just. Start like stacking up sandbags underneath Only thing, my house. No, I think if you turned off all your lights, people get the no, message. no. Th- that's the international signal for stay. We're not yeah. participating, but they, it almost feels like that's a target because you're going to get that weird fifteen-year-old yeah. kid who still thinks mm-hmm. trick or treating is a little more fun than he probably should. Who instead of having the pillowcase full of almond joys, has a carton of eggs and a roll of toilet paper, and he's going to ruin it for everybody. Put police tape around your uh, <laughs> around the perimeter. <laughs> They no, might think that's part of I Halloween. I was just going to say, they'll think like, I'm oh, really what participating. What a great idea. So here's maybe a good idea that someone used uh, in the past when I was a kid. They had, um, like, baby asleep, don't knock, and, like, stuff like that to, like, make sure that you, you don't get TP'd because, oh, they have a young baby at home, but, you know, they, and the they next don't year, get knock. And then next year, baby asleep again. They have a ton of <laughs> also babies. Also don't knock. Sleepy. He's a sleepy kid. What are you going to do? Um, Taylor, I got to read this one for you. It says, so we're not going to follow up on the witchcraft comment from Taylor. Um, so, like, witchcraft in that we don't want to participate or witchcraft and it's going to summon hey, evil spirits? This is not my belief at all. This is my parents raised me. But, uh, yeah, they didn't allow Halloween, Harry Potter, any of that kind of stuff. Because they thought it would summon demons? It's or de- demonic, called? yeah. Okay. I think Pokemon is in the same boat. Oh, Pokemon, that was, that was like a card game. Isn't that They're like demons, collecting baseball Travis. cards? They're demons. I feel like that's not true. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a theologian. I could be wrong. <laughs> I, I've never really studied these things, but it feels like it could be uh, something less demonic than Pokemon. Dustin May, Yep. what did we say about him going into that Friday night game? It was one of the only storylines left with the Dodgers. Who's going to pitch after Julio, Kershaw, Tyler Anderson, if Gonsolin's not there, is it going to be Dustin May? Hasn't had really a good start since his first start, and everyone was claiming that he should just become the starter, the ace for the Dodgers in one start. (laughs) can't move Julio aside. And um, didn't give up a hit. Five innings, five strikeouts, one walk, no hits. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Perfect. Now we can have this conversation and you know he did? again. He threw strikes. Yeah, look, it's the dumbest sport in the world because the easiest thing is the hardest thing to do because you know what happens if you throw a bunch of strikes? You give up hits. If you throw the ball over the plate, those guys are really good hitters. Yep. They get a ton of hits. If you don't throw the ball over the plate, I can't let you out there. So you need to be one of those guys that can throw strikes and make them miss the ball. And have electric stuff. Which is virtually impossible to do. He's one of the guys that yeah, can do it. Yeah. It really does give them all sorts of options going into the the, the play, which, by the way, are only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. We're getting we're, we're finally to the point where you can see it. And here here's the rub. Things can change, but it's very likely that the Dodgers are going to have to beat both New York and Atlanta because New York or Atlanta will be the number two seed, which yep. means they go to the other half of the draw. Mm-hmm. 
And they'll have their buy. They'll like have the their Dodgers. buy, just like the Dodgers. And the other team will go into, will probably come out, and because sure. they'll be a wild card team, will go to the Dodgers, who have the best overall record. That's not. They can beat them both. They, they they should beat them both. I expect them to beat them both. But what would have been ideal is if one of those teams picks off the other, and you only have to beat one of them. Now so the wait, Dodgers let me let me understand. Let me understand. So let's say let's say Braves end up winning that division. And the Mets go into the wild card. Yep. Mets will get three home games against the, let's say they take on the Padres. They beat the Padres in two games or three games or whatever it is. Wouldn't then the Dodgers play the winner of the Cardinals and the Phillies or the Cardinals and the Brewers? I'll break it down for you on the other side because it yours makes sense, but the way that it's formatted. Are they still doing this uh, shit? I will. I got it this morning and I went, ugh. It is a, if the playoffs started today. advantage? To screw the Dodgers, to make my life miserable. Dodgers won 106 (laughs) games last year, and it was as if they won 90 and just barely got in, and it was... At least they didn't win the division. At least you can say, hey, look, you got to win your division. Okay, it's silly. I agree with you, but that makes a little more sense. We'll get into it next and how difficult it could be. Plus, did Slee jinx the Raiders? The internet seems to think so. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.